Take the money and run. Mr. The Pod Podcast Show. I'm your host, Trevor, and tonight we are here with Alex. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And we are also here with Andy. Andy, how you doing from the good old Natty right now? Whew, I'm doing great, Trev. Wednesdays are my favorite day of the week. Well, thank you for joining us, and we are here with the Episode 4 Recap Show. Let me tell you, there's some snakes in the grass tonight. I mean, I mean, what do we have to say about tonight's episode? I'm kind of shocked. I cannot believe, you know, I thought they had the strong bond, you know, the Young Bucks Part 2.0. And I mean, snakes in the grass. What, what, what do you think? I mean, overall, I don't think it was the best episode. I think it was maybe average, slightly below average. Um, we, I mean, the challenge wasn't on last week, so it's been two weeks since we had an episode. And the week before that, I think we hardly remember recapping the episode. Um, but I mean, I thought overall it was, it was like, as we were watching it, we were like, we still have a fucking hour left. Cause it, I felt like it, it went, it took forever. Wasn't the biggest fan of the challenge and it, the challenge also just went really quickly. So I felt like there was just a lot of like filler stuff. The elimination last half hour, I thought kind of picked it up a little bit and we'll get into that, but Overall, I would just say middle of the road. Well, yeah, I, I think the one thing um, the one thing we have to bring up is we literally finished, and we're both on the East Coast. Um, literally, the challenge ended at 8.32 Eastern time. 8.32. So we literally had an hour of until, you know, like the full elimination was kind of like the last, you know, 15 minutes or whatever. But this was the first time this season, I mean, we had a good chunk of drama, but it didn't even seem like it was just – it was so unnecessary drama. And I don't know if you got that vibe too. Uh, we'll get into it. But like the Jay versus Josh thing was just completely out of nowhere. And kind of like even earlier in the episode with the whole Amber and uh, uh, what's his name? Devin. Like that was just like, what's going on here? Um, so yeah. So should we just dive right into the what episode? You, or what what'd you think, Andy? Thanks. Thanks, Trev. All, um, right, all right. Let's go. I, I, I think this, I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction. This this is probably going to be a bomb three episode for me of the entire season. I okay. was not a fan. It, it just I was I had to challenge it so bad because we didn't have one last week, and I just didn't really like this one. I thought when you have a challenge that only one team can complete, that's not a good challenge in my mind. So I was I was very underwhelmed with all of it. There was drama, but when Josh is involved with that drama, I hate that drama. So. Yeah, I was not a fan. I was not a fan. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yes, we are live right now on YouTube and Periscope. We see some familiar faces already in the chat. We got Mikey the Doctor back at it again. Um, we got a brand new face, uh, Nice Guy 101 in the chat. So he's giving us a hello, and we'll give a shout-out right back to him. Uh, quick to jump right into Mikey the Doctor's comment, this whole episode seemed like a filler for the main event. 
absolutely cannot agree with you more, Mikey. Um, like we said, I felt like there was like that 45 minute gap that was just, they were just, you know, trying to get 90 minutes worth of content out there. Um, and it brings us back to bring back the 60 minute episodes for me. I'm a big 60 minute guy. And people also forget back in the good old days, it was only 30 minute episodes where you could literally fly through the episodes. Trev, let me, let me add on to that because I'm, I don't know if CBS All Access has all of the challenge for all you diehard challenge fans out there. So I'm going back through. Um, I am on, I just finished Duel. I think I'm on Gauntlet 3 is what I'm watching. I mean, I'm watching so much, it's all blending together. There was an hour-long episode that they had a challenge, an elimination, a challenge, and an elimination. All in an hour. And I just thought to myself, that was awesome. And then you get something like this these days, and it just was insane. Well, that, that, that's the thing. And like you said, I mean, 60 minutes for that, we don't need night. I would rather see them do that and cut the season from 19 episodes to like nine episodes and even 10, if you give us a reunion special and just start pumping out more content of the challenge, uh, like bring on a new season. I don't know what's going on with this. Uh, maybe one of you guys can put in the comments, but, uh, like the whole, we want the OGs thing. It seems like that's actually getting the ball rolling and that actually is going to happen, which I mean, who knows? With that. I think I saw, I think I saw Alton link to that. Uh, some might say we might get Alton on the show. Uh, I know he's been very hard to get. I, I think on one of those podcasts he said he was going to be on, but he, it was kind of like a catfish or something. I, I don't we'll know. get into that. So let's dive right in. The episode kind of starts, uh, you know, Devin returning to house, you know, King Devin coming back, acting like he's a god. Um, yeah, I mean, what did you guys think? Yeah, there was, there, was, uh, there was a few things before the challenge actually started. Um, that we got to see in the house. Usually you only have maybe one, maybe none. Um, but the first thing I think was the whole, uh, and we, we saw it kind of as foreshadowing for later in the episode was Fessy and Tori. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just like the, it wasn't a shocker. Cause I think there have been some rumors and stuff. Obviously we saw that Tori and Jordan split up. Um, but I mean, that was just like so interesting. Cause obviously like Fessy mentioned, you know, the fact that they were both on last season, but they didn't talk at all. Cause Jordan was there. Uh, you know, Tori's Tori cheated on uh, Derek Heisman Henry to start off this whole thing with with Jordan. So, uh, I mean, is Tori eventually going to get uh, engaged to Fessy Stop and then it. cheat on him with somebody Stop else? It. Season forty. I mean, who says no? I mean, it could happen. Uh, I don't think it will happen. But then again, I didn't think Jordan would happen. They were all over each other in Dirty Thirty. And everyone's like, nah, he, he, he wouldn't do that. You know, that's not, uh, you know, the type of person Jordan is or anything. Sure enough, he's proposing to her two seasons later. So, I mean, anything's possible. Um, I mean, that's a strong team. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, if they ever came out with a challenge baby, I mean, that 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 is definition. You want that baby in a hall girl. Can, can, we, can we quickly – I have a question. If you guys know the answer to this in the chat – feel free to chime in because I just want to make sure we have it right. But one of my favorite factoids is always who is the longest active challenge couple. And it was for a couple of years there, Jordan and Tori, obviously they're split. Is it now Kara and Polly? It has to be. God, got to be a couple. Like, I mean, and the thing is, I think, I think, I think who's up there too is, Probably Zach and Jenna, even after 
there are several splits. African Bumble. Like from wow. the most recent from the most recent time Zach and Jenna got together, I, I would say they are maybe second behind Carr on Pauly. Because, I mean, these things just do not last with these people yeah. at all. I mean, no. who was it? There was somebody, whoever it was right before Tori and Jordan had it for a long time. I think, Brad, I mean, Brad and Tori. It, before them, it was Ashley and Dario. Don't yeah. sleep. They had it forever. What about Brad and Tori back in the day? I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they held it they, for they a held decade. It. They held it yeah, for a decade. They a long time. But they held that. And then I think it was Dario and Ashley who overtook that. And then, I, not and, then I, and then I think it turned to T Jordan and Tori. Yeah, but I don't know who's officially now. It's got to be I think it's Cara. Cara. It has got to be Kara. Has to be. Right? God, what a terrible couple, too. I mean, they are both just the worst. Which couple do you like better? Kara and Polly or Kara and Abe? next? Kara and Abe. Kara and Abe. That's just a couple. You got to love that. Abe is nutty. What, what about is number three maybe in terms of active Cam and Leroy? Ooh. Well, off and on and, again. I mean, it's been, like a, it's been a year, but that's the point. These things just do not last. Well, yeah, it's kind of like you have to go back to like the high school timelines when it comes to these relationships. Because if you date someone for three months in high school, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're going to get married. And granted, some of us come from high schools where that actually is the case. Wait, but sorry to interrupt, but Jesse Adams, I think, hit, hit it on the, uh, the nail on the head. You mean Kara and the cousin Jamie. Absolutely. That, that might be the longest. That that's our winner tonight. Bananas and more. That's from the logo. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. It was okay. So Bananas and Morgan met on War of the Worlds. Also just got added to all access. Just started. Obviously, right after then, that's when they started. But coming into that season, Kara and Polly were definitely a thing because Kyle was pissed. Yeah. So they're definitely, but Bananas and Morgan might they actually might be have too. it more because Zach and Jen are still together on that season. But then they, I think the next season is when they break up or the world's two. Yes. I think, well, I don't know. They get into a huge fight on War of the Worlds. God. I don't Who? know. Zach and Jenna. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't sound like them. I think that's African Bumble. War of the it, Worlds too. yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God. Just classic. All right, let's stir back in. Um, so then then the next scene is about 10 minutes or so. Um, it's basically Devin. It's it's very weird. It was a very awkward scene, I thought. It was basically Devin talking to Big T, and he's like, you know, what's your background story? And I think was it – did she lose a parent? Was that the story that she told? I couldn't quite understand yeah. it. Yeah. We were kind of watching a, a game off the side. It was it was like a sad story, and Devin was like being like genuine, like and like actually listening to her and everything. And he was like, "I like like hearing about a like triumphant story, people that like go through yeah. struggles and all this." And then like it literally flipped on a dime to like he was like, "All right, Big T's done with her story. Amber, you can get out." And it was just like the weirdest scene because it was just Devin, uh, Big T, Amber, and one other guy was maybe in the room. It was Kyle. Kyle. It was just the four of them in the room, and he went from like loving this big T story to telling Amber to get out, and she was like, she was like, well, I'm not even saying anything. Like, who do you think you are? And he was like, This is my night. I won the elimination. We, we must have missed something. It was like, just, it was they, very, like, it was when, very when weird. We, when I say we missed something, I think it was like um, they definitely didn't show it because. Well, so he did ask her something. So part of the reason why he was liking Big T story was because that's like one of the reasons why she's here. It's like go in and fight and do all this stuff like for her family. Mm -hmm. And he asked 
what was her name? I can't even remember. Amber? Amber. Amber. So he asked Amber, why are you here? And I'm guess- and that was very short clip. I don't even think we heard an answer. And I think she didn't really have a good one, which who cares if you have a good one or not? Sometimes people go on the challenge just to be famous. That was coined by Mr. Beautiful back in the day. You can't fault someone if they want to go on the challenge just to try to become famous. So I, I think he heard that because keep in mind, Devin's got a, a tough story too of his dad. So yeah. I think he was kind of playing that in his own favor of like, I'm here fighting for my family. Big T's here fighting for her family. Why are you and, yeah. and Amber's just here for fame. And yeah, but like, here's the thing. But, but here's the thing about that. Like, there's almost one thing where you're getting drunk every night and showing it, kind of like what Josh did this episode, just getting your face out there. She's been very low-key. Like, she has not done a move. All she was there, like, oh, I'm here for you if you need anything. Like, it didn't well, seem Well, yes, true. But keep in mind, Nelson said that exact same thing later in the challenge to Corey when he realized the writing was on the wall. He's like, I don't know why I picked Amber. She just wants to be here and drink and party. So maybe we don't necessarily see it, but – She's just out getting rowdy, which again, who cares? It's the challenge. You're supposed to be doing stuff like that. For Devin to not like her answer and then to hold that against her and say, you are ruining my night. You need to leave. It's just, it it gave me old school Wes vibes when Wes was just an asshole. And granted, he still is, but just, he's like a more mature one. So he kind of thinks he's cool, even though he's not on anymore because he sucks. But it's trying to entertain here. Like, if anyone's doing something for the camera, it's you doing this. Yeah, absolutely. So so then that kind of goes right into the whole, like, where Nelson got involved. Because basically, uh, you know, Devin was being a dick to Amber. They go to bed. They wake up the next morning. uh, And Amber, Amber, like, comes to Nelson and, like, says, you know, Devin was making me cry last night, blah, blah, blah. Corey's there. And Nelson is just... You could tell, I mean, this dude's hilarious. He was eating it up. He was like, I got to protect you. She's my partner, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to, he goes to Devin while he's still sleeping. And there was like a couple good cutaways where he was like, he was like, Devin, like my partner is like literally crying right now. And then it just like flashes to her, like eating breakfast, like nothing ever happened. And he's like, so then, so then Nelson starts going for Devin, basically saying like, what did you do to my partner? Um, And I don't really think anything came from it i mean devin pretty much just went back to sleep yeah he was just pulling a dario just laying in bed just calling it a night a morning i guess very trev-esque yeah so i I would say the first the first part of this episode i said was was okay because the drama was stuff that kind of uh continued throughout the episode with amber nelson everybody else tori fessy so i thought we kind of started off pretty good uh so then we get i think we get right into the challenge uh first question just overall thoughts i i was not the biggest fan of this one the whole drones and all that yeah i mean this challenge i think they were trying to be kind of like a new like a new school thing i would say like um i i don't know i I don't know the best way to describe it like trying to do something they haven't done before to bring in you know a drone or whatever but i don't know if you noticed that line was like 100 meters. That's it. Like, it was not that far you had to go. It was literally so close. And these people are just literally cutting into these walls. You know, I want to know at the end of this episode, uh, I wish they would have shown, like, how much money they spent on all these drones that got destroyed. Because, you know, these drones are, like, 
you know, $200, $300. They're not like, I, obviously they were the cheapest ones, but still, I mean, they're so cheap already. <laughs> you're just, 10 seconds, you're just crashing these things. I mean. Who's paying for this shit? Yeah, who is paying for this shit? That's exactly. Andy, what'd you think? I mean, so right out of the gate, it was clear, like, they were, the goal that Buno Murray was trying to get from this was, like, to really hone in on communication of, like, someone's got to be the eyes, someone else has to be able to operate it. But when you can't operate it, it doesn't matter if you can see clear as day. So I did. I, I thought it was kind of a dumb challenge. I think they could have done a lot of different things to try to accomplish that. And they've honestly just made it not enjoyable to watch. Well, that's the thing. Um, you know, Mikey the Doctor just wrote one of the worst challenges they have done in recent times. Absolutely agree. If you're trying to work on communication, why not go to like a classic one where you're strapped to your partner and you have a dog collar on you and it's like electrical fence thing, you know, uh, when, the, when it's like too. rivals too, when you're blindfolded and you're trying to work your way across and you're just like all about communication where you're going and the, do and something like that. Don't, don't go off rail and try to do something that breaks in 10 seconds. Well, and the thing is we, I mean, the, the one out of what, 12, 13 teams finished it, yeah. but it wasn't even, it was like all of them crashed into the into the side and didn't even like get to the puzzle. And like that was another whole part of it where these people are idiots. So even if they would have miraculously gotten to the code, like none of them besides Devin would have been able to solve it. So it was yeah. just it was just weird. And I also think like if you really want to do the drone thing, if you're really that inclined, why not why do it in like a cave like that? Like I like maybe they thought that looked cool, but if you want to do that. Maybe it would have been cool to just do it like in a wide open field. And like you have to do the same. Because like, you're not team. hitting anything. Yeah, you if, you're, if you're missing, you're just shooting yeah. way out. You have to do the same yeah. teamwork thing, but maybe yeah. you go high up in the air and you have to memorize a list of colors or something. Absolutely. Especially like when you throw a timer into this situation, you're expecting people to finish it. It just becomes how fast do you finish it. But if you make the challenge hard, then it's like, who cares? Thank, <laughs> thank God Devin was the, was the only person of the whole cast reading the numbers because to your point no one else was getting that well here's the thing the time limit thing i mean let's be real um nobody i don't think the time even came into play at all yeah that's what i'm saying so why put a 10 minute timer on it if it's going to be an impossible challenge no i agree i agree <laughs> because realistically you could have put a timer of a minute and i don't think anything would have changed well, I think Nelly was out in 30 seconds. Or was who, who was going out in 10 seconds? Like, literally, they drove up and then just went to the left and hit the wall. Like, behind them almost. Like, I don't know. Just out of control. One thing, uh, not, not necessarily about this challenge, but around this part of the episode that we forgot to bring up, and I, I – I mean, it was easily forgettable in the episode. Is uh, Liv went home? Oh God, classic. Who? <laughs> Liv went home, and that's just like a classic. Uh, does anybody? What was it? War of the Worlds two. I think. Correct me in the chat if I'm wrong. I think there was an episode in War of the Worlds two when Faith and somebody else like got DQ'd on the same episode when they like quit, and and TJ spent an entire like five seconds on it he was literally like faith decided to leave whatever and that gave that that was what this episode reminded me of because it was basically like michi you're a rogue agent lives gone that was it yeah i forgot i literally forgot about that oh yeah i so hope to no see idea. you never hope to see you never 
All right, what's next? Any other thoughts on the challenge? I mean, the challenge itself, I think they were trying to go for that new look. And I, it was also just annoying right away. And it carried out throughout the episode uh, of Devin just having more power. Yeah. That was annoying. Yeah. Um, but all right. So that was the challenge. Then they go back to the house. There's a couple things that happened. Obviously, a lot of talk with who was going to be voted in and everything. But what do we think about the whole the whole Josh versus Jay fight? Because this was one of those ones that I think stopped right before a commercial on the cutaway. And it was just the most random thing. Like he was trying to calmly – or sorry, Jay was trying to calmly talk to Josh and say like, we're working together. We're friends. And Josh was like, I don't like your energy. Yeah. Oh, well, not only did he not like it, one of his responses – to uh casey was look at his energy he literally said like look at his energy and jay's just sitting there like this like it was it was so stupid it did happen at the tail end of the night and it looked like it was a night that people were going out and boozing so maybe he was a, a little bit under the influence that's the only thing that i can think of that would make him react like that but at the same time it's josh and I was waiting for him to just burst out into tears. And that didn't happen. So good for him. But what a stupid fight by a stupid person. Well, and it, and it started with him, like the beginning of the conversation, he was like, he was like uh, Jay, are you going for me? And then they start, went back and forth. Jay was like, no. Casey was just kind of laughing at it. And he was like, Josh, like he's on our side. And then Josh decided to turn it on him. And I think this is where it cut to commercial. And he goes, we're going for Jay. And it's just the stupidest thing. I mean, this guy, him and Devin are similar in the fact that they will just look for anybody to turn on. Yeah. Uh, we see a lot of hate in the comments from Josh right now. Josh has yet to cry and we're two fights in. That is true. I, our over-under was really high. I think there were some tears getting close. The waterworks were going. Well, and let's not forget that last time he cried, who, who was it with? Was it CT? This season or before? No, like a couple episodes ago when he had his first breakdown. Who was that with? I mean, it happened so much, you know. <laughs> well, because we didn't see the tears on the screen, but whoever he was fighting against said, and then Josh goes and starts crying in the shower. So I do think, even though we haven't seen him, there's definitely been tears shed. Great comment by JS Paul 21 He's cried, just not on TV. Bingo. Bingo. I think I think that's a fair statement to say. I think we can all and then, and then yeah, and then Jesse Adams saying Jay could tell Josh was hammered. That's the only thing that makes sense aside from the fact that Josh is just a moron. Is do you think right now in the game Josh is the most hated person? Or no, fans? by the house or well, fans? I guess now I guess now at that moment, it's hard to say. Because all, now, now we know the most hated after tonight's episode. No, I think I think Devin, even while that Ooh. fight was going on, Devin's yeah. got like nobody backing him. I think I think I think Josh. I don't know if it's hated. I think the house just, just kind of dislikes him and is just annoyed with him. They kind of you can tell sometimes during these fights where Josh is crying and stuff, you can tell that like most of the cast just kind of wants to laugh at him, but they don't want to because then that kind of like makes him cry even more. I don't. It's yeah. very what Wes said last season to him. He's like, I don't see you as a. Why would I throw you in? I don't. You know, I don't see you as a threat or anything. I want you, and you know. So, I put him back on Big Brother. 
Get them off the challenge. But like Come I said, they're, they're, they are going, as much as I hate to say it, they are going to be a staple of the show now. And it sucks because think about this, the state of the real world, wh- where are we? When, when's the last season of that? Do we even have an upcoming season of that? Mm-hmm. That's gone. Real world's done. We're going to start bringing the, are you the ones, you know, season 10 or whatever they're on over here. Big brother's going to have to be next. And then we're going to add 15 other shows. I mean, we're at WWE, Andy. We're at WWE at this point. Meet three. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right. So what do we got after the whole Josh was crying again? So the whole voting aspect of it, um, I don't want to miss anything here because there's a few teams kind of getting thrown around when they go into uh, deliberation because Tori and Devin obviously are safe. And I'm trying to remember exactly. I Josh Josh started the conversation. Leroy got in there, but I think the the main teams, uh, the main teams that were kind of thrown around were Amber and Nelson, mainly because people thought Amber. At this point, we also didn't know, and the whole house was kind of on edge of if it's going to be a guys' elimination or girls' elimination. I mean, we all knew what it was, though, right? Uh, the numbers were against, right? The, it should. Yes. Yeah. 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 But, but I mean, they were thinking Amber basically because she's the worst girl and Nelson kind of just because him and Devin had been going at it. Um, so that was a team that was getting thrown around. Josh and Josh is with Nani, right? Yes. Josh and Nani got thrown around just because Devin also doesn't like him. Um, and then kind of Jay and Teresa because that had, because Josh was kind of going for them. Um, those were kind of the three teams that were getting called in. And then we obviously saw that when they went to the, is that thing called something? The chamber? I want to they see the votes. I want to, oh. We'll just, I think it is the chamber. I think it is the chamber. The chamber, I was chamber of secrets, some might say. Uh, no, no, not those secrets. When they go into the chamber, this is when they see that uh, Amber and Nelson get the most votes, right? Yep. So then, I mean, that was basically it before the elimination, right? There was nothing else. Nah, they kind of just went right into it. And then there's that, t- that is, there's that little talk with uh, Josh and Fessy in the hot tub, which which they like show a flashback to later, where Josh is like, "I think I'm going in," blah blah blah. Because um, Devin had his school, so he had no reason to go in. So Josh, I think, was thinking Josh wanted Jay to go in because he thought Devin was going to vote Josh in. So he wanted he wanted <laughs> he wanted like his uh his best competition so we thought um but yeah i mean that was pretty much it right yeah so Uh, i guess we can talk about the elimination okay yeah the elimination so i mean the first thing is we see the hall and then fessy they show the subtitles i feel like that was a good use of subtitles sometimes they kind of fuck those up sometimes they don't use them when they should um but it was fessy whispering to tori you know, his new, his new side thing, um, that he wanted, that he wanted to be voted in. Yeah. So that was right away a snake move, right? Absolutely. And the thing is, wasn't there, did we talk about it last recap or the recap before there was that episode where there was that, there was that episode where Fessy kind of, uh, Fessy kind of explains the secret of seeing the votes to the house. And Corey's like all offended by it. 
So I thought there was already some sort of beef. rift between, you know, all these beef young bucks. On. Yeah, the beast back. Yeah, got the beast back on. And so I thought I thought there was something going on, but apparently they were boys again. Um I thought so it seems like they were boys again and then Fessy goes and does this. Yeah, I mean, he's just not helping himself at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean I mean, what'd you guys think of this move to basically ask? We'll get into the actual elimination in a sec, but for him to ask to go in against Nelson, because obviously, you know, you want to get your skull and you know it's a hall brawl, but I mean, who does who who does he got on his side anymore? Well, so so that was that was what we talked about last time on the on the last episode recap, I think. But my biggest point was that Fessy only cares about Fessy. Yeah. That in last episode showed that when he. Uh, when he did, when he didn't talk to uh, Corey, and he's doing all this just to put other people on blast, but he's making himself look like an idiot, and yeah. then he does this. It's like Fessy is only in this for Fessy, period. Oh, and he's just not a smart move. Also, well, don't do the challenge. And the thing that worries me too is, I feel like in a situation like this where someone kind of exposes himself, kind of a dick move. Um, and the whole house saw it, obviously, because they know that, you know, he's close to the Nelson and Corey and all that. And so, like, in this situation, I usually, you know, you would like to see sort of him get some sort of karma, like, later in the season, you know, somebody goes for him and gets him. But the thing is, it's like, it's not, like, the person who did the sneaky move, Fessy, is one of the best competitors, and he has a school. So, it's like... So here's here's the thing. So, I, I, I get what you're saying, but... What happens when they show up to the challenge and it looks like it's a puzzle? We've seen physical ones so far, but there are a hell of a lot of toss-ups. I mean, it look look at the lights out where Devin beat Bananas. Bananas is beating Devin nine out of ten times, but if you can see that it's not just a physical elimination, Fessy is totally fair game and could easily get knocked out because – on top of the fact that no one wants to see him alone in an elimination, no one wants to see him in the final either. So mm-hmm. if they could knock him out, that that could that could be big. But I, I think the only thing that only reason someone would go in is for that reason. Because I think you bring up a good one. Because I was thinking the same thing. It's like, damn, how is he gonna lose? Yeah. But I mean, if you see some board or something like that, then I could see it happening. So JS Paul says, is Nelly the new Leroy? Are we thinking in terms of I could see I can see that as a very real possibility. Are we thinking in terms of kind of just hanging on hanging on, you know, kind of always feeling bad for him when he loses? Uh obviously doesn't have a ring. Nelly Nelly's doing more and more seasons now. You kind of get that feeling that he just might never win. I think I think Leroy has more hype than Nelly. When you look at Leroy, you expect greatness. Yeah, and he's been around longer. Yeah, yeah. And when you look at Nelly, you're like, oh, he's the funny guy. Yeah. Like, has a big heart, you know, this. But I don't, like, I coming into the season, like, I expect Leroy to win a lot. J.S. Paul said, lovable loser. And as much That's as I hate to say it, it's true. Like, Kind of right. Yeah, like, I mean, he's the guy that, you know, he owns a, a club and he can't even pop his own champagne bottle. Like, I mean, that's classic. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do think, I think the one thing that I, I think Leroy is just viewed more of a threat. I mean, Leroy's first season of, of rivals one, he went to the final. Yeah. People forget that. So he, I think he's definitely viewed as a threat more so than Nelly. 
but the lovable loser aspect I think is spot on. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. We'll bring up Mikey's comment. Do you think Fezzi and Casey are the strongest team? Uh, in a little bit, we'll hang on to that. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get into that. So, so let's let's rewind. They walk into elimination. Fessy's whispering to Tori, and then they. This is when TJ says that the house vote is Amber and Nelson, so they get pulled down. Um, and then he asked Tori and Devin who they want to vote for, and I kind of liked how Tori just straight up asked him like. Like, is it a girl's elimination or a guy's elimination? And obviously, like, I didn't, you know, you didn't think that TJ was going to actually tell them what it was. And he, he, he gave no answer. He said, you know, you got to expect whatever, whatever, whatever phrase TJ said. But like, I kind of respect Tori for at least asking it. Um, so he basically says, you know, you got to account for everything. I think they cut to commercial at this point and then they come back. And so the logic here, I think, is obviously Devin doesn't want to go down as a team because if it is a guy's day then he's in since they don't know who's 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 going to be the elimination so devin want, didn't want to risk it because he has a skull and it's a hall brawl um tori didn't want to go down because she well, she didn't want to go down because she didn't kind of want to screw over devin right which would have been the case right right because it probably would have been a guy's day well and then, so then they're kind of like the next best thing. I have this, you know, this good competitor, Fessy, asking me to send him in, help him get his skull. And so that was what they kind of went with. Absolutely. And then Josh was kind of butthurt about it, right? Well, yeah. who, who else remembers the, as they're getting ready, Josh is in backup. <laughs> Calm down. I can't him not think of the Michelin man. Like, I, I, once I started thinking about that, I can't get it out of my head. So it's just like, buddy, you're not a tough guy. Relax. Who, who, and question for the chat too. Who would win between Josh and uh, Nelson? I think Nelly. After I, his performance. I think I'm taking Nelly. I think Nelson would win. I think Nelson would. Nelly, too. Nelly just gave Fessy a hard time. God. Yeah, it's gotta, it's yeah. gotta be Nelly. Josh would have gotten smoked by Nelly. Absolutely, Mikey. Hundred percent. Nelly put up two good fights in Hall Brawls: Fessy and Rogan, and both yeah. of those guys would eat Josh alive. I think Nelly's taken Fessy. Honestly, taken if you look at the challenge in the past 10, 15 seasons, those two guys might be the top th in the top three best Hall Brawl people you can choose, right? Who? Fezzi and well, if you're going back, if you're going back that far, you're also going back to like Prime CT Evan. You're getting some some big dogs back in their prime. At 20, I mean, think about this. Season 25 was free agents, Andy, right? Yes. So, God, my God. 10 seasons ago, we what's 36? Yeah, we're at 36. So, we're at like vendettas or no, not um, bloodlines, right? Bloodlines or invasion? One of those. What, what, what's the question? I'm saying 10, 10 seasons. Yeah. So, season 26. Oh, was it season X is 2? X is 2 to present day. Who would your top three Hall Brawl people be? And the chat. And in the chat. God, Dunbar did porn. People forget that. I mean, I think you would have to find some version, some era of CT. I think it would be hard to pick yeah. three people. It would be hard to find three people better than peak CT in a hall brawl. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, I think... God. Uh, I think... 
CT. I think you got to put Fezzy. What about Big Easy? Has he been that long? No. Didn't West beat him? Or did he beat West? West got smoked by him. Yeah, West got absolutely smoked. Um, we tried to do some sort of, I'm going to outsmart him and look like an idiot. Ooh, Turbo. Is he big Fez, enough? Jack, Turbo. Turbo is a little shorter, isn't he? Oh, actually, you know who I think you got to throw in there? Jordan? Zach. Zach's a good pick. Zach Jordan. would be tough. Yeah, I I think I think you got some you got some good options. CT Turbo Rogan. I think you got to put Rogan. I like Rogan a lot too. Not as much. I, as th- I think. Well, so the moral of all of this is that Rogan and Fessy have been part of this whole conversation, and Nelly T both really really like a, a tough fight for both of them. So, well, yeah, yeah. he would have so beaten he would have beaten Rogan if he just let go. He held on too long, right? So I think so. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess the elimination itself. What- so so then, so then I and one other thing is that like when uh, Tori and Devin say we're voting in Fessy and, and Anissa, the whole house is kind of shocked by it just because that was never really an option. Mm-hmm. And Tori, I think, did the right thing by basically saying like he wanted it. Like Fessy just asked me for it, and that kind of you know exposed Fessy even more to the rest of the house because uh, they were so shocked. Um, but I mean, I, she had no reason not to say that. And I think if you're Fessy and Anissa, like if you're Anissa, you're fine with being voted in. Cause on the off chance that it's a girl's elimination, she's going to beat, uh, Amber, but obviously, you know, they, then they say guys elimination. So it's Nelson and Fessy. Um, so what do we think about these two rounds? I mean, we kind of talked about it, but like, you know, Nelson kept it close. You had the first round Fessy was, uh, quote unquote playing dirty. He ripped the face mask off and all that. Uh, I mean, it was it was close, especially that first round. Especially that first round, it seemed like they were both getting up to run. Fessy seemed to trip a little bit, and it just seemed like Nelson was further, far enough away from his bell for Fessy's trip to not cost him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where does this where does this rank? Just watching how it went down, where does see where does uh, Fessy versus Nelson rank in the best hall brawls we've seen? Because I, I think, and, and everybody, anybody can chime in, but I think my favorite in terms of Paul Brawl competitiveness has always been uh, Zach versus CJ. Oh, when CJ, when CJ actually won more rounds than Zach, but then Zach pulled it off at the end. That's always been my favorite one. I think like TV wise, Wes and Big Easy is just like the one that, Leroy, and, I, and I think Leroy that was West. the first one. Leroy West was a good one. What other hall brawls have we had? Obviously, Rogan and Nelson last season was good. That one, I feel like, was made better by the fact that Nelson kind of threw himself in. Um, but, I mean, I would say this one I would say this one oh, is kind of right in that of, middle range. You know what one people do forget? Tori versus Jenny. And Tori smoked Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. Ran yeah. over. Um, trying to think That's of That's a good call. Kyle... Theo beat Kyle. That was kind of a that was a weak one. Theo. Um, Anybody like Theo here? I love Theo. I miss him. Uh, what other ones were there? Ginny beat D last season too. God. Um, but I mean, I mean, overall, I feel like this. I mean, Hall Brawl is always good. Like it's always you know a physical man in the sand type thing. 
And I feel like this one was kind of what you expected. The the favorite one and one with a fight. I mean, it's always, you know, it's always going to be tough. Hunter versus Leroy. Hunter and, and Leroy. That, little Boogie, welcome back uh, to the party. <laughs> Boogie um, Brown. Um, Hunter versus Leroy, Dirty 30. No, I mean, that's the thing. When you get these guys, and that's why I think I like Leroy. I, I, oh, one, one, one that I just thought of. It's not – it's kind of a version of Hall Brawl was remember when it was uh, Jordan and Marlon against Ty and Leroy. See, I was going to bring that up. I do like the two-person Hall Bras. I like uh, that one. Very like – God, you know, well, well, it's not the Hall Bras. It's just where they're attached at the hip. No, they're not. You have no, one person no, no, in the no. front, one person behind, and the people from the behind. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was, that, that, was really good, that was Jordan and Marlon, both rookie season. Yeah. yeah. And that, 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 was, that was one that went – Obviously, a sign of a good hall brawl is when it goes three rounds, and I think this one did. Um, that Jordan was and Marlon won. Yeah, Jordan and Marlon Texas won. Texas Tech. Yeah. Red Raiders. Uh, any other hall brawls or anything like that that we can think of? No, I can't. Well, one of my favorites was – I was thinking of the ones where you're literally attached at the hips with the football pads. The Kenny West rivals against Tyree and uh, Davis. Like smoke – and Tyree's the you know the college line college lineman and all this he literally just buried him. Do we do we think how how do we think about the fact that double agents used a hall brawl on episode four though? That was my I one. Hope there's more. That was my one more. worry. Is like usually they save it for that second half of the season. Sometimes the very last one. Maybe they bring it back just because this one I think is going to be a long season. Um. I mean, I hope they bring – or at least some sort of version of it for a physical elimination right before the finish line. I don't know. They have to bring it back. I mean, this one this, – This this season has already been pretty physical with the elimination. Yeah. Well, I mean, we already had a pole wrestle, a variation of pole wrestle. Wait, wait. But I wasn't sure it was going to be a pole wrestle. Well, did you see Fezzi as he's walking in and he's like, yeah, I want this. It's clearly a hall bro. No <laughs> shit. And the other one was clearly pole wrestle, you idiot. <laughs> oh, we we were saying like how classic would have been if he volunteers and he's like, all right, and then like the the boards just like fall down to the ground. It's not a hole. It's like a puzzle. <laughs> yeah, it's like put this back together as fast as possible. Go. So then, so Fessy he beats him two rounds, right? Best of three. Yeah. Fessy wins two nothing. Um. And then, I, I mean, what do you guys think just about Nelson going home? I, we talked about I, – I feel bad for the guy. Losing back-to-back seasons in Hall Brawls. And one, one where it's like it was the last elimination where he volunteered himself for his boy. And then and this season – going against this season, boy. This season oh, he went against a boy very early on. Yeah. So it's like within, you know, uh, I don't know how much it would have been real time, but within like a four-month time frame maybe to lose – Two hall brawls, that's tough. Well, here, here's how I look at it, too. Where where would this go? This episode have gone if Wes was still in the game? Like, let's say him and Corey worked in alliance. Because now Corey, you look at Corey, who does Corey have? Nobody. Well, I well, Corey's in a better spot than Fessy. Absolutely. But who does Corey got? <laughs> I mean, yes, you can say Tory and stuff like that, but there's a lot of snaking around going around. Yeah. 
See, now I feel like like Devin and Kyle are in a pretty good spot. I, so I think, they I have think some, Kyle is in a great spot right now. I think they have a lot of those rookies, you know, the Michis, Leos of the world, kind Ooh. of following them around. CT's always floating. He'll go where the numbers go. Uh, and, you know, now that now that Nelson's gone, Wes is gone, like those are some heavy hitters in terms of where the numbers were, were lying. So, I don't know. This, this game, this episode kind of turned the game on its head because if Nelly T is still in – then it's the Fessy, Nelly, Corey show, and the big brother. Like, those are a lot of numbers. And now the whole Nelly gone, Corey doesn't trust Fessy. Fessy doesn't really have the big brother numbers because he just joined up with Casey, which was a stupid move. So it's like, where where does the power lie right now? Yeah, so let, let's talk about the three teams that kind of got formed. Yeah. So we had... Fezzi winning, and obviously we all we all knew this was coming. Leaving Anissa, uh, picking Casey, and then we had uh, because of that Leroy picking Anissa, and then left was Amber and Michi. So looking Ooh. at those three teams now, obviously we think best best spot would be Fezzi for sure. Uh, out of those three teams is what I'm saying. But to bring back Mikey the Doctor's point. Do you think they're the strongest team in the house? No. I think it's hard to tell because I do think they are a very, very strong team. The issue is I feel like they have so many targets on their back now. But here's the thing. I feel like I'm getting this vibe that it's going to be like old school CT now with him. Nobody wants to go into an elimination with him. And that's what I'm nervous about because I think he could just skate now up until because nobody wants to get, you know, going to an elimination with him, which is possible. But if I'm, if I'm, you know, in the house, like a Corey or whatever, and they get the house vote in, I'm throwing CT in CT versus him and whatever you get one of those guys out or a Darrell, you know, get one of those top guys out. Now's your chance to do it. Yeah. So, so here's the thing though, because you're right about who wants to go against them. But anyone who's going to think a little bit beyond what's right in front of your face, and the only people that do that are either going to be veterans or people that have a brain, good thing there are some good veterans left in CT and Darrell, and there is one person with a brain in Devin. And the the strategy that they should be telling the Michis and the Jays and the Joshes of the world is that, look, none of us want to see Fessy in the, in the final. That that was that had traditionally been the way of thinking. You don't want to go against the final with somebody because that's how you're going to win your money. So if you can have that to the point where you just throw him in and hope you can get rid of him at some point in time, he's probably going to crumble. It's, and then someone else is going to get their skull. Again, it's ballsy, and no one's going to watch out for it. But uh, I think that's the if, – if they can start having those conversations of we need to get him out, I think that's their best bet. Yeah, I think in terms of kind of the, the new teams that we had and everything, I would say Casey and uh, Casey and Fessy, you know, from challenged, it, give any random challenge to them, give any random elimination, they might be one of the strongest teams, if not the strongest duo left. It's just that target. I mean, I think that target on Fessy is going to be massive now. And maybe they won't be able to um, – 
maybe they won't be able to go for him directly or, or immediately. But I think if I think, like you said, I think they'll kind of figure out the best way to get him out and to go for him. Um, I mean, that's definitely a strong team. I would say Leroy and Anissa. I, like my first reaction to Leroy and Anissa was it doesn't really change. It doesn't. There's no ripple effect from that. Like they're both like vets. They're both good. They're you're both. You're never really worried about either of them winning a season. Obviously, um, maybe one of them steals. One of them gets stolen. Uh, but I would say I would say overall, Leroy and Anissa is just another very middle of the road team. And then lastly, uh, Michi and Amber. Amber. I mean, that's 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 a layup. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I want yeah. to, so so that's why I think like why not try to throw Fessy in with the power couple putting in Fessy. Yeah. No, I agree. Why not? I want to bring up Mikey, uh, the doctor here. Um, we said this in the first episode. Um, and now's a good time to talk about it because we brought up, you know, Teach has made it very clear. We got 10 schools. That is it. 10 schools. That's it. So right now we have three guys, one girl. With skulls, right? With skulls, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's going on? Natalie and three guys are Fessy, Kyle, Devin, right? Yeah. I mean, you would think that – I mean, do we still think – I still think it's going to be five and five in terms of guys and girls. Here's, it's how be. Here's how I look at it, though. Fessy might have it locked towards the final now. So he's probably not going to see an elimination again. Fair, fair, fair to say. But okay, so Ace Bay is just right. When all ten are taken, you can still you can steal them. But we made the point. He made it very clear, saying, you know, once there's ten skulls, that is it. Correct. Yes. So we we were saying Ace stays. What happens? Like I get what you're saying. Like you know, if there's ten skulls already out, what happens? You know. They're going to drop – realistically, what they should do is drop it to 10 people and that's it. That's how we all think it should be. But what happens when there's 12 people left but 10 schools are out? Are those two people kicked out or what's going to happen? So that's for that. But, Andy, w- what would you say? I mean, right now we're at 3-1. I mean, at this pace, we're obviously going to go to 6-2. <laughs> so. I don't know. I mean, the problem is – what what they can't control is they can't control Nicole leaving. They can't control the other. Was it, it live? Live leaving like but, that. But I'm not worried about that. What they can because what they can control is they would literally make it. Uh, what's it called? Like girls elimination, girls elimination, like yeah. that girls elimination. Yeah, yeah. And they do back to back, and then it's even, and then they just go guy girl guy girl. And well, and what I could see. Uh, to make it a little less like I, I could very easily see, you know, next week's a girl. So now the numbers are two and three and then possibly a girl's again. Well, maybe the next episode after that is a double one. So you get a girl and True. a guy. guys still have the, the one more. And then the next one's a girl again, just a girl kind of evens out. And we get what you're saying, Ace, for sure. I think like Kyle or someone or Devin will probably see an elimination again, a hundred percent. So then that one school means nothing. Then it's just going to be, you know, if it's, 3-1, then it's going to be 3-1 again. I get I get what you're saying, and obviously with the 19 episodes, we know shit's going to happen. But we're just saying, you know, what happens if it does end at 6-4? Or 
or something yeah. like that. It's just, it's very different. Cause one of the things that just came to my mind, it's very different from because of the team switching and everything like that. And knowing that there's uh, a finite amount of schools, think back to last season where this time of the season, you know, early on, they were going J every single episode. Yeah. They were, good. they were sick into the same person. We were like four or five episodes in, and only Jay had gotten a score. Well, that's like that's like saying, what if Natalie goes in the re- every single episode for the rest of the season? That's what I think they should do with Fessy. Why the hell not? Because if you so so, let me go this route with you. If if Devin and CT and Darrell and Leroy and maybe even Cam can all have the numbers, that's the majority in the house. They vote Fessy in, and then it's either going to be. Corey getting voted in, or it's going to be uh, being voted in, or it's going to uh oh, lost Andy there for All a right. second. Oh, oh, safe and do exactly. We lost you there, Andy, for a sec. You're kind of lagging with your magic jack all over the place, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll just move on <laughs> from it. So, final thoughts on. Final thoughts on either the episode or the elimination. Uh, we got some segments that we'll get into in a sec. Ooh, um, that, they make a they make a good point. Sorry, uh, in the comments from Jesse and Mikey and Ace, they all kind of brought up you can't have back to back girls eliminations though because the numbers would be off. Because right yeah. now the numbers are you know what I'm saying because you can't have it's a girls guy you know one person would be left over. Yeah, the numbers are even, but the skulls are not. Yeah, because, but you can't do back-to-back girls' elimination unless a guy leaves for an injury or, you know, a girl leaves for an injury and then back-to-back. You can't because then the numbers are off. You get what – you don't get that? So I right, what you're saying. Right, right now there's no rogue agents, right? Yeah, so at, right now let's just say there's – I got it, I got it, I got it. Let's just say there's 12 teams and you eliminate back-to-back girls' elimination, you got 12 guys, 10 girls. Yeah, it's kind of like the odd couple. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if ammo was in the game, you might have you know, finessed it. But <laughs> all right, so over overall, I thought the episode was. I mean, the thing is, there's 19 of these, so that you're not going to hit a home run every time. I don't think this episode was a home run. When I think, I think, I think, they, I think though, is that this episode set up a lot of things for the rest of the season. Agreed. Just you know, stirring the pot. Just stirring the pot. Any so, what, what, any final thoughts? No, I'm 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 all set. Um, I think it was you know kind of an entertaining one. Uh, I thought the challenge was kind of weak though. Um, elimination kind of you know brought it up just enough, but you know you got to feel for Nelly. I feel bad, you know. I mean, back to back seasons going out heartbreaking ways. I mean, from your best you know going in for your best friend to literally going home from your best friend. So very tough to see. Uh, you know, he's a guy that I like to see, you know, even if he makes the final, he doesn't have to win. Good competitor. Like to see him back, uh, you know, for more seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the one thing that, because I I'm still wasn't a huge fan of this, I found myself pissed off throughout the entire episode. At the start, I was pissed off at Devin because I was like, I hate you. You suck. And then I was pissed off at Josh because I was like, I hate you. You suck. And then I was pissed off at Fessy because I'm like, you're an idiot and you suck. Okay. Those are my final thoughts. Wow. <laughs> All right. We ready for some Did segments? Did you wake up on the right side of the bed today? Jeez. Yes. I was excited. This episode let me down. Yeah. I'm not in a great mood courtesy of MTV right now. God. Almost more let down <laughs> than Kelsey losing 3-1 to City. Watch it. 
God. All right, next week, next week has to be better. It has it, to be. It will, it will be. It but will. that's the thing. You know, this is the time. This was a whole brawl, and it didn't – wasn't like one of the best episodes ever. But I feel like this is the classic time, you know, every oh, season. And the I hate middle. The middle gauntlet that we just have to fight through. You know, it's like the four through eight episode stretch. That's just a grind to get through. Yeah. But I think, I think Alex, what you're saying is spot on because the alliances are all over the place. The teams look incredibly different now. That's what I think we can rest assured knowing there's good things to come. Well, that's the thing. I personally think, like, and I said this to Alex watching, watching tonight's episode, format-wise, I love this game. I think this yeah. game, money. I mean, there's, there's only, I think there's one true alliance this game. I guess you can argue too, but the one true one would be Cam and Leroy. Yeah. No matter what, through and all, you know, whatever. There's, yeah. But there's, everything else you could argue in some there's way. Just, there's like, look, we, we didn't even bring it up. Sorry. But like, Kate, how shady was Casey with Leroy when they were in the whatever room, uh, the chamber? Like last episode? No, this episode. How shady. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to give him like, did you not? That was last it? episode as we were watching it before. Oh, classic. Last episode. episode. Yeah. <laughs> classic. There's just, yeah, I agree though. I like the format because there's just so many moving parts. There's the skull twist. There's people switching partners. There's, you know, you have to worry about somebody taking your partner. You have to think about who you're going to take. You have to think of, is the next elimination going to be guys or girls? So I think that is something that every episode is going to be fresh. Well, the other thing, the other thing I want to bring up is I just don't understand. It's going to be ballsy to volunteer yourself because you don't even know if you're going in. Like, for example, tonight, Tori yeah. and Devin, Devin's like, I have my school. I do not want to touch, you know, the the floor because, for example, if he would have gone in tonight, he'd been fucked. Yeah. God, could you imagine Devin versus him in an elimination? Bessie, yes. <laughs> Get off the trash. Call the ambulance. Get off the trash. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. We ready for some segments? Blow me. Let's hear it. All right. First one. We've been doing it a lot. This day in challenge history. Oh God. Ooh. This today, uh, today's calendar date, January sixth. I think this is the fourth time there's been a challenge episode on this day. So maybe there's some sort of stat out there in terms of most popular challenge calendar days. I think this might be up there. Um, so I got two sort of trivia questions. Uh, we'll we'll look for answers from the chat as well because um, now there's more seasons overlapping with this time of year. Uh, the first one is going back to, again, Battle of the Bloodlines. I'll give more hints as we go along, but your question is, uh, this day in challenge history, uh, 2015, no, 2016, 2016, January 6th, the winner of the elimination was Mike. Who did Mike beat? Who is Mike? It's Mike. Oh, was this I, the demolition room? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I remember the elimination. Do you know who Mike is? Mike and Abe. Yeah. yeah. Is that Abe's Abe's little yeah. yeah. Was that banana? Did he knock out ben, ben, Wait, no. did he beat Dario? He beat someone good. It was the room. It was the Any, demolition room one. Anybody in the chat? It was the room. He beat someone good, I think, didn't he? I know it wasn't bananas, no. but I gotta think of teams in that. And Mike was just the most normal guy, especially compared to. Was it Jamie? The fucking lunatic. No, 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 uh -oh. no. 
There we go. Thomas's cousin. Thomas's cousin, Stephen. Wow. Both those answers, same time. What is that? I know. Mikey the cousin with Thomas's cousin Little Boogie with straight up Steven Props to you guys Little Boogie, don't get me wrong I think he had the crown the past couple I uh, I think so Yeah, I mean just keeping that crown, Jesus Yeah. Side note, Amber M, we haven't talked about her a ton this episode She is bad Um, Yeah, but Mike Abe's brother beat Tom or sorry, beat Steven. Oh, that is right. Tom's J.S. Brother. Paul, thank you for reminding me. That's the guy that And that's up. the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that right yeah, there. Yeah. That right there was a huge just missed opportunity in terms of entertainment. Cause remember in Bloodlines, like the red team, I think, won every single episode. Whereas if that one would have been Switch and instead of their bloodlines going in, it would have been Abe versus versus Thomas. I mean, good luck, buddy. And this was the one too, even when Abe wasn't going in. He was yes. making himself bleed, yes. and he was like yes. leaping it over his face like a dog. God, Abe is <laughs> the lunatic. God, all right. So that was that one. Um, should I do part two? Yeah. So this day in challenge history, um, just one year before that. So I think this speaks to how much more today they fucking pump out the challenges. So this was a whole year before and a whole season before. Uh, was Battle of the X's 2. So, again, feel free to chime in with your answers in the chat. Um, let's see. On this day in challenge history, 20, 2015, uh, was the first episode of X's 2. Does anybody know the winner of the challenge on episode 1? What was the challenge? X's, X's 2? Uh, the name of the challenge was called I Got You, Babe. Oh, Anybody know who won this challenge? This is back in the in the part, in the partners era of the challenge. Wes and Teresa. Any other guesses? Well, um, who else is on that season? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll lock in that. Yeah, Boogie! It, it was Wes and Teresa. They started on top. God. So then, yeah, I have no idea who went in that. Wasn't it Adam who went home first? Well, I'm trying to think of how to ask this. What was the elimination? So, all right, all right. So, Adam and Brittany finished last in the challenge, which meant out. which meant they had to go into elimination. But they actually won their Ooh. the first elimination of the season. Does anybody know who they beat? Who did Adam and Brittany beat? Episode one of X's two. Oh, no. Somebody's I, somebody in the chat is going to know this. They have to know this. X's two. Uh, Wes and Teresa actually sent this team in. It was their vote that got into elimination, and this team lost to uh, this team lost to Adam and Brittany. Episode one. What was the elimination? Uh, the elimination was called pole position. That was Ooh, that's actually a segment. segment. That's a segment of ours. Pole position. I'm trying to remember. Anybody? I got oh, I know who it is. It's up. Uh, Oh, yes, it is, Dustin <laughs> Jess. God damn it. You know how I knew that, too? It's because the first chat or the first, the redemption house in that season is the sweat one, and they're in it and they won. Oh, the redemption house, yeah. remember? It was like in a workout in an hour, and they were like wiping yeah. each other down. Well, and they and they were also the first team to go to the redemption house. Yeah, yeah, Dustin, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how that's how you remember. Yeah, correct, yeah, correct Boogie. answer. <laughs> Boogie's beating me. Cor- correct answer was Dustin and Jessica. Were, does that mean that does that mean that those two were the first people ever in a redemption house? Because I think that yeah. was the first one. 
So that's a little, I mean, two bad competitors, a little nice slice of challenge history right there. There you go. All hey. right. Yeah. So Dustin, so Dustin. Before we say, I mean, Little Boogie might be the king of yeah. knowing everything. Might have to have him on, honestly. I mean, Ooh. live question, in, you know, who says no to that? I wonder if the challenge would ever bring back the Redemption House. Don't sleep this heat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Knock on wood. Hopefully the Redemption not. House is such a – it depends on how they use it. I think the way they use it in Exodus 2 is very good. Where it's like Secret. you're completely separate from the game. One team is going to make it out. Of course, it was bananas. But like in these newer seasons where it's like fucking Polly and what's her name got eliminated three or four times, right? Yeah. Natalie. Because they kept them around. So I just, I think it depends on how they do it. When was the last time they did it? 30 30, right? And, well, and Final Reckoning. They didn't Final Reckoning? I think so. Yeah, know. they know that that was the that was the one with Polly, right? Boogie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it, just it, was, kind of, it was it was it was yeah, it was it kind it of de- was. it kind of depends on how they because use it. But one of those was wasn't Natalie just in that circle and they're just oh like they're moving just around, tossing, yeah, her. tossing her around, <laughs> <laughs> going up and down all over the place. God, um, that shit, they wanted to kill her there. God. All right, so that was this day in challenge history. All we got left now to wrap the episode up: MVP, LVP. Anybody got anybody got an MVP JS Paul, pick? No more redemption. And send MVP send in first. your send in your MVP, LVP yeah. picks in the chat. Uh, we'll mention some of them when we finish this segment. Um, I was I was saying before we started this that I don't. I think there's a lot of LVP options. I don't. I can't think of a ton of uh, MVP picks for this episode. Um, who wants to start us off? You I'll got start. it. Go ahead. Uh, my MVP, just because how all the dominoes fell, we got to vote for Nelly T in the comments. I think Nelly Nelly T is a good one, but it's hard to give an MVP to someone who lost. My MVP is actually going to be Devin. And I know we are de- God radar watch throughout. <laughs> Very true. I ain't mad at that, Jace Ball. But. I just think Devin, as much as we hate him, and I do too, I think he lined himself up very well where he's at right now. You know, he's kind of taken with his move tonight, he kind of took the pressure off, um, you know, not just his team, but he forced everything on, you know, oh, look what, you know, he's a snake in the grass and everything like that. And I think that's the real winner of tonight, forcing, you know, him to play his, his the true card. I like one thing I'll add to that too, Trev. It was very clear that once Tori gets her school, she's going to be out. Yeah. Maybe that's not necessarily true anymore. And I think if this was a female elimination, she was going to be gone. But even just Devin saying, don't worry, I will get you your school. Who's to say that's in one week or five? Absolutely. You know, I, I, because his one of his best moves would be to stay attached to Tori as much as he can, because she's really good. So mm-hmm. I, I like that pick. Good pick. Yeah. Do you, you want to go? You go. I, I'll go. You. I'll trap pick. I'll go. I'll go ahead. You, you can go ahead. My, I got. I got two choices. So you can go. My, ahead. my MVP pick. I'm gonna go. Like I said, I don't think there's a lot of good challengers to pick. So you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the live stream chat. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go everybody that we've had in the chat because we're 
This is our fourth recap, fourth fourth or fifth time doing live stream. Uh, the chat's popping. We've had over a hundred comments. Yeah, we got yeah. love to see that. We got some of the some of the higher level guys in the chat. I mean, knowing every trivia question. Boogie given... showing up. JS Paul showing up. Yeah. Mikey uh, showing up. I'm trying to think of other Jesse. Guys. Jesse, yes, Jesse Adam. Adam Meadows. I mean, uh, who else? Ace stays. I, I mean, mean they, I mean, they knew they knew that that. Fucking Thomas's cousin lost an elimination. It's not. That's, it's not even. That's MVP I, worthy. I mean, we, we definitely we had one person say Thomas's cousin. Great answer. That's all you needed to say. Yeah. But the fact that Stephen Boogie literally wrote Stephen. I mean, insane. Insane. Yeah. I Legends. Mean, we've had a great night with the chat tonight and prior episodes. So my MVP episode four. I'm gonna go the live stream chat. Yeah. Great pick. Shout out to all those in the chat. Well done. Well deserved. Every episode we're going to do this. Yeah, every episode. Yeah. Maybe live stream the finale. We, and Who knows? Yeah. Maybe have some of you guys. And yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> All right, Andy, MVP. All right, my MVP has already been mentioned. I thought it was going to be the first person to go, truthfully. I'm giving it to Nelly T. God. I know he went out, and I know it's like, how do you give – an MVP to somebody who's not even on the show anymore, but he put up a hell of a fight against someone three times his size. He got totally blindsided. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't necessarily do anything right, but he's just awesome. And I used to be one of the biggest Nelly T haters out there, and I he's one of my favorites now. And he's just a good dude. I think I, I like how he plays the challenge. I think his time's gonna come. I hope his time's gonna come. But and he handled it like a champ. Like when Fessy came over, he just said, like, not now. How do you not like start blowing up on him like, fuck you, this is bullshit. How are you gonna turn on me? Like he could have looked like an idiot. And all he said was like, no, 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 not now. I mean, what a guy. What a guy. I, I think uh Nelly T's my guy. And don't sleep on the dance moves. Don't sleep <laughs> on the dance moves. God, watch it. I think this is probably going to be the first and last time I ever give an MVP to someone who goes home, but Nelly T deserved it in my book. (laughs) All right, LVP. Am I starting with it? Yeah. This was a tough one. Yeah, I think it's kind of an easy one. There's a couple. Um, My LVP is going to be Fessy. I hate him. I can't stand him. And on top of me, he played, just, he played football at University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. So, like, there it is. How, how can you not like him? And and I think this is probably going to be the first time I give an LVP to someone who wins. But the problem is, he's just not. He he did not set himself up well for this game. He totally burned every bridge that he has left. And then the only other alliance member he has is Casey, who he's now teammates with. Which, when they were picking teams at the beginning, they purposely went separate. So now he's not anymore. So he doesn't have numbers. He's a super shady guy. Granted, he does have a skull, and maybe he has his full ride to the final mapped out. But even then, I I think he really put a huge target on his back and potentially took his number one alliance down with him. And let's also not sleep on the fact that he's got absolutely no game. He was trying to talk to Gabby, good for him for trying, 
and she just was not feeling it. So my OVP is going to be Fessy. He just was pissing me off. He he knocked out my MVP. So my OVP is Fessy. All right. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, Fessy in my mind was the was the uh, big pick for LVP this episode. I'll I'll try to go with something else. I still think there's a lot of good options. I don't know where you're gonna go. I think Josh is an option. I think low key honorable mention is is Jordan for kind of <laughs> for kind of getting cucked by Fessy there. Uh, Josh is an option. Jordan, my LVP. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go there, especially not Josh because I think you could do him every single week. But my LVP, my LVP. I'm gonna go with someone who took a, a, maybe a more physical beating than Nelson this episode. Uh, got beat up a lot. My LVP is drones. My, I'm going LVP for drones because I think they they obviously some one of the producers you know in the back room when they were coming up with challenges was like let's fucking do drones let's have drones on a challenge they all pointed to him they said yes that's it that's the move they they wrote something up they they say they said this is how we're gonna do the challenge and then you watch it and 12 of 13 teams just just flew it right into the wall just shattered broken the camera footage where it was just going to straight into it and just just falls down uh and again who's paying for this shit all of these drones these little these goggles that they're wearing and everything just a, a missed opportunity for something that they clearly had high hopes for the fact that they did it uh but just to contain it in, in, in a cave like that just just stupid so my lvp i'm going drones Great pick. Real original. Well said. <laughs> I have no LVP tonight at all. Oh, I come am, on. I am just out after that. You know, Dude, we, we talk beforehand and we tell each other everything. That's so fake. And, you know, when people steal LVPs That's from so people, fake. you know. You're treating me like Fessy. And, yes, God. guys, he was the 11th best tight end in the nation. Okay, come on. Eleventh uh, best Division three tight end in the nation. Let's confirm in the state that. of Tennessee. In the state of Tennessee, uh, playing for the so University of Tennessee. Instead of my LVP tonight, I'm just going to put a big NA. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read some of your MVPs, LVPs out there. Um, well, hold on, I got a, I got a, uh, an honorable mention I want to throw out there that we haven't even talked about for LVP, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on. So obviously the, I mean. My mention is my LVP. Fine, my LVP. Sorry, is Corey. Corey's in a bad spot right now. Uh, you know, agreed. His best friend, he just lost his best friend, and what's he gonna do with Fez now? I mean, he has no idea. Nobody knows what he's gonna do. I think the only real alliance he has, I think people said it earlier, was basically Tori and possibly Leroy and Casey, and that's it. Now Casey's with him, so who knows? So. Well, well done, Trev. Way to way to actually man up and make a pick. I thought you were going to break down on us like Josh. All right. One of the uh, obvious. Uh, we're just going to have to go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. God, it's a dirty game. No, I mean, I think Josh was obviously a clear cut choice for LVP here, just because he's just such a bitch. But kind of what you're thinking, Trev. One of my LVPs is honorable mentions is Tori. Mm, What's she going to do? I think she's not that – I mean, I think she's – She kind of showed her cards for Fezzi because Fezzi wanted – Fezzi just said, hey, put me in, done. Josh was like, hey, you got me? Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. 
So much for that. Yeah. So now her wagon is hitched to Fezzi, who just became the biggest target in the game. And she's also tied to Devin. And granted, I think Devin's a good competitor, but I still don't think they really get along well. They definitely don't trust each other. So she's kind of on an island now too. And in, in, a, in a similar way, another LVP honorable mention in terms of uh, being tied to Fessy is now kind of Casey. Oh, yeah. Because if they, if they go for Fessy, obviously because the target's huge, and then TJ says it's a girl's elimination, she's screwed. The, the only thing that makes it tough to say Casey is because is she didn't – She didn't really do that. Yeah. Right. But you're totally right. Tori, I think she just did not make a good choice. But she could, she should have, and could have just gone with Josh, and that was it. It's not like Fezzi was going to be pissed at her. She would have been doing Fezzi a huge favor. She would have. That would have been a much, much smarter move for her to say Josh, but she didn't. So yeah. we got, yeah, we got some picks in the chat too for Amber M LVP uh, and Jay for not smacking Josh in the face like a bitch. Uh, it was, it was a heavy LVP episode. Big time. Uh, because was, the, the episode could have been the LVP. Don't sleep on that. Another LVP for Josh. Uh, maybe an LVP for anybody who, who pays for challenge podcasts. We're completely free. Uh, but, yeah. So Mikey asked a good question, and I had, I had my own answer for this. If you're Fessy in that situation, who are you taking? I mean, if you're showing your cards, I guess you couldn't take Tori. Um, I still, I still think up there right now, the best girl that you could have is Cam. And I probably, so the good, well, the good part of that too, is then you're at least part of an alliance and because the then is, he's got, the thing is why I would get Cam one, like you just said, you have the alliance and now you can work on getting Kyle out of the game because now he's out of that alliance too. Yeah. Another person you trim. Yeah, Lola was another good pick because Lola was really, really good. But she, she's a dark horse. You don't know what. Like, here's the thing about Lola: we all know she can compete. We know if it's a sprint, whatever, marathon, whatever, swim, she's good. When it comes down to the puzzles and like things like today that are just weird, who knows? Cam smart. Cam smart. I think, and, and the downside with Lola, she doesn't bring a lot of. Um, Numbers or an alliance to the table because she's but just new. She brings one thing, and that's fear. Nobody wants to go against her. Nobody wants, wants to go, go against Cam. What do you mean? I think people are scared of Cam too. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think Lolo, but you're bringing up she has no alliance or anything, or she brings like nothing. Like she, she's not working with anyone. I don't think anybody wants to go against her though, at all. Like I don't think. Nobody wants to step into like her in elimination tonight. She would have killed whoever was in that. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, but, it doesn't even matter about the contact. Even if she gets not hit, hit back, she's so much faster out of the blocks. Yeah, but the problem is, it's kind of one of those deals where if you don't know if it's necessarily going to be a guy's or a girl's elimination, kind of fucked. But like, if if you're with Cam, you know you're not getting the house vote. Yeah. Good question, though, Mikey the Doctor. Casey's the only person you can trust in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they got Which is why one. I don't think it was smart to team up with her. But he's thinking – why – you know why I also don't think it's a good move? 
because she, or why it's not a good move, she still has to get her skull. Exactly. Because you wait for that last possible moment. Like for her, once she gets her skull to go to him. That's how I look at it. But I agree. I don't know. Any other comments about tonight's episode? I'm good. I, I think we, we, we covered a lot. I mean, there was a, the fight, you know, despite our feelings on how good it was, there was definitely a lot that happened. Uh, we covered it. ton of good comments from the chat, good answers from the chat on the trivia questions. And I would think that, you know, next week's episode in terms of quality can only be better. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Andy? No, I agree. I, I think you could make an argument that this past hour and a half that we've been talking about the challenge was more entertaining than the hour and a half of watching the challenge. I'll leave that to the viewers to decide. But I, I think it was one of those deals where this episode I still wasn't a fan of, but I do think it set the tone for a lot of good episodes to come. So even though it wasn't my favorite, it definitely has me amped up for what the next couple of weeks are going to bring. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that being said, uh, thank you guys for listening to a brand new stir of the pod podcast show. I've been your host, Trevor. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, we will be back next week with episode five recap. Uh, you, you can follow us on Twitter. We'll be live on Periscope and YouTube right after the show. So thank you guys. Love you guys. Shout out, Duffy. Love you guys.